who's gonna tell him there can be a better day? Who's gonna show him that Jesus is the way? Cause we don't tell that man about Jesus. How will he ever Hello and welcome to the Local Church Missions Podcast. My name is Estevo Montoya and I'll be your host. And the Local Church Missions Podcast is here to help encourage local churches in fulfilling the Great Commission locally. And our ministry is under the leadership of Valley Bible Baptist Church in Española, New Mexico, under the leadership of Pastor Brian McMath. And in this episode, we're going to deal with uh, presenting the gospel and using the Romans Road. Now, um, three episodes ago, we started dealing with the, the just presenting the gospel and really the fundamentals of presenting the gospel. And we looked at the three main thoughts, which are that a person needs to understand they are sinners deserving of hell because of sin. Um, they need to understand the finished work of Christ, how he died and was buried and resurrected. And they need to turn to Jesus in faith to save them from their sins. And that's the, the basics of presenting the gospel and shared a few verses dealing with that. In the last episode, we looked at presenting the gospel and the new birth. And we started in John chapter 3 and went from there and ended in Romans. And about a quarter of it is what we'd consider the Romans road. But I wanted to start in John and emphasize a few other verses just to make some things clear when witnessing to people and dealing with sin and the fact of sin. And so today we're going to use strictly a Romans road, and I've seen people use it in different ways, but if and when I do use Romans alone, these are the verses that I use, and these are this is the order that I use them in. And so just want to share that with you because I do believe people can be saved using the Romans road. I just don't like to get people to pray right away without understanding sin. And I don't like it to make it just some, you know, one, two, three, pray after me kind of deal. I want there to be a deep understanding of the scripture. That's why I usually use other verses and especially in the previous episode where I talk about the words of Jesus himself saying you need to be born again and you must be born again. And so I like to do that because the authority obviously comes from the Word of God, but especially red letters, people just seem to to look at them a little more. So I start off with John and explaining the gospel. But um, to go ahead and look at the Romans Road here, and before I do, I just want to encourage you to head over to www.greatcommission.church to join our newsletter. And uh, we haven't sent any mailings yet as of this recording and i'll be releasing this in the future so we may have sent an email already but trying to build that email list so that we could uh, provide articles and updates in regard to um, just the podcast and different things like that and what's taking place also i'd encourage you to look us up on facebook as well and like our page on facebook every once in a while I share some uh, different uh, graphics with Bible verses on them and so forth. And just encourage you to look us up on Facebook here. And I'm trying to pull up our Facebook page real quick here. And so facebook.com and it's forward slash Great Commission Go. And so all one word, Great Commission Go, because this is greatcommission.church. And we're trying to help local churches fulfill the Great Commission. And so or you could just search in the bar for local church missions. But uh, going to go ahead and jump into this here. So the Romans Road, I start off in Romans chapter 3, which a lot of people do. 
and the order is going to be somewhat a little different, but still similar. So Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, the Bible teaches, For all of sin to come short of the glory of God. And in explaining the gospel, um, I often will again ask them if they were to stand before God, um, why should he allow them into heaven? And then I say, well, if, the, if I could show you what the Bible says about how to have your sins forgiven and know it, um, would you be interested? And if they say yes and so forth, they say, okay, I'm going to share with you what's called the gospel. And the word gospel means good news, but good news is only good when you're in a bad situation. So I'm going to explain to you some bad things first, and then I will explain to you the good news. Do we have a deal? And they say, yes. I say, so I'm going to explain to you the bad first, okay? So so I do that just to, so we don't kind of broadside them and uh, and so forth. And I show them Romans 3.23. And I explain all have sinned. And I, I say that word all is referring to people. And everybody's a sinner. And, and then I say, would you admit that there's no one alive that's perfect? And they say, well, yeah, there's there's no one that's perfect. And I say, well, the thing is, it's not just that we're imperfect. It's that we're sinners. We, we do things um, sinfully. And, and I explained to them that um, sin um, keeps us from getting into heaven. And I show them, again, Romans 3.23, for all have sinned, there's the fact of sin. It says, and come short of the glory of God. And often I explain to them, and I use a silly illustration dealing with um, an old cartoon I used to watch growing up, the Roadrunner and the Coyote. And, you know, the Roadrunner's always chasing, or the Coyote's always chasing the, the Roadrunner. And there's sometimes in the episodes where the Coyote gets all his gear on, and he's chasing the roadrunner, and the roadrunner goes over from one canyon to another, and uh, he makes it across like nothing. And then the, the coyote has his um, jetpack on, and he goes across, and he has his roller skates on and everything, and he makes it within inches of getting to the um, edge, and then his backpack goes out, his jets go out, and before long, the weight of all that um comes upon him and he falls down to the ground and hits it and makes a big old hole in the shape of coyote or um, looks like an accordion or, or whatever. And and uh, and I say that that's like a picture of us and our sin. We try to earn our way into heaven, but our sin is what keeps us out of heaven. And the Bible says it clearly, all have sinned. And because of that sin, we fall short of the glory of God. We can't get to God with our sin. And the reason we have sin is because of this. Then I show Romans 5, 12, where the Bible says, Wherefore is by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so then death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. And I explain to them, normally, I say, do you have any brothers and sisters? And most people do. And I say, did you have to teach your brother or sister how to fight with you? And no, no, I, I didn't have to. And you guys fought when you were growing up, and oh yeah, and all this kind of stuff. And I say, you know, I have kids, I have three kids, and none of them came out perfect. Every single one of them had a strong will and still does. Um, they fight with each other. They resist us. And you don't have to teach them. Even from a young age, um, when they get mad, they throw a fit. And you hear of babies when they don't get what they want and they throw a fit and they hold their breath until they pass out and things like that. And I say, all of that, yeah, they're hungry. Yeah, they have needs and we need to feed them and take care of them. But eventually they grow up and, and they start taking from their siblings and start taking from others. And you have to teach kids how to share because naturally we're selfish. And I say that's part of that sin nature there. We're, we're sinners by nature and we're sinners by choice. And it's because all the way back to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, that's where the sin came from. And so that's why we have sin. And, and so I show them that. And after they understand that everyone is a sinner and uh, it comes from our birth, I show them 
the consequences of sin. So there's the reality of sin, then there's the, the consequences of sin. And I show them Romans 3.23 and uh, excuse me, 6.23 rather, Romans 6.23, and I say, for the wages of sin is death. And I say, hold on right there. We're going to read the rest of it in just a few moments, but I want you to understand this word here, wages of sin. And, and I explained to them, in a perfect world, if you were to go and work for $10 an hour and you didn't get charged any taxes and you worked for 10 hours, um, you worked $10 an hour for 10 hours, how much money would you get? And, and they say tax-free, and I say tax-free. Um, you get $100, and I say those are your wages. You get what you deserve. Well, if you got what you deserve, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And so I explained to them that's why everyone dies. That's where death comes from. It's not God's fault. We have sinned. We've chosen to sin. We've we've done our own thing. And, and I explained to them, again, just the fact of sin. And so if we get what we deserve with our sin— the Bible says it's death. And then I normally jump over to Revelation 21.8. And I know it's not quite the Romans road there entirely, but I show them this just to explain the second death, which says, um, but the fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns the fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And I say liars go to the same lake of fire as murderers and even fearful. And I'll explain all those different things. And I explained that in the previous episode, but I explained those things. Um, and I, I say that is the second death. So there's a first death, a natural death, and there's a second death, a spiritual death, and it's for all eternity. And I even sometimes show them Re Revelation 20, um, verse 14 and 15, where the Bible says, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And I just emphasize death is the payment for sin. That That's the payment for sin. And I, and I explained to that. And so I, I ask him, if you right now, with your sin and understanding what the Bible says, if you were to pay for your sin, what would the payment be? And they would normally say hell. And I say, you're right. Um, it's the second death and it's the lake of fire. So with your sin, that is where you go. And I tell them, remember, that's the bad news. Okay, I'm going to tell you the good news. And so I take him back to Romans chapter five or chapter six and verse number 23. And I show them this. I say, for the wages of sin is death. And I say, look, at there's a semicolon there. It's not a period. It doesn't end there. God's not done with us. And then I show them the rest of it. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And I say, God doesn't want us to have eternal death in the lake of fire. He wants us to have eternal heaven, uh, eternal life with him forever in heaven. And the Bible compares that to a gift. And then I explain to them, if you got a gift, do you have to pay for it? And they say, no, I can't pay for the gift, um, or I shouldn't. And I say, you know, Christmas, people get you gifts, and, and you shouldn't have to pay for it. If, if you have to pay for it in any way, shape, or form, it's no longer a gift. It's something you're earning. But the Bible says eternal life, opposite of eternal death, is a gift, meaning it's not anything you could earn on your own. Someone had to pay for it, and it says eternal life, and it says through Jesus Christ our Lord. So Jesus is the one who paid for it. And then I show them Romans chapter 5, and I begin in verse number um, 6. The Bible says, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. 
For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. And I explained to them, you know, Christ died for sinners. So when you say Jesus died for me, you're admitting you're a sinner because that's who he died for, the ungodly. And then I showed them verse number 7. It says talks about the good man that some would die for. And I say, regardless of your political affiliation, if someone were to try to shoot at the president and a bodyguard were to step in front of that bullet, it would be a noble thing and people would understand why that man gave his life for the president. And he would be looked at as a hero because he did that. And people understand that, but you wouldn't see someone of that level dying for someone who kills and murders and stuff like that. And they, they usually agree. And I say, well, here's the thing. When Jesus died for us, it was the opposite. It was the King of Kings, God the Son, dying for sinners. And I show them verse number 8, Romans 5, 8. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And I remind them again, I say, if you were to pay for your sin, it's death. Do you remember that? And they say, yes. And I say, but Jesus died for you. So now there's two deaths. There, there's, two choice, there's two choices here. Either you pay for your sin on your own, and it's hell forever, or you stop trusting yourself, you stop trusting your works, you stop trusting your religion, your baptism, and on and on I go. You recognize that you're a sinner and that Jesus died for you, and you trust him. You let him pay the debt of your sin. It's the gift of God. You receive that gift because you can't earn it on your own. So the question is, do you want to pay for it, or do you want to allow Christ to pay for it? And then I often use a statement, um, he paid a debt he didn't owe, and we owed a debt we couldn't pay. Jesus died for us, and so the choice is ours. Are we going to accept his gift, or are we going to continue on our own with our own religion? And, and by then, it's starting to click, and I say, let me show you a couple other verses, and I take into Romans chapter number 10 and verse number 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And I say it's not just that Jesus died for you, Jesus also resurrected for you. And, and I explain it like this, Jesus died so that you wouldn't go to hell, and he rose so that you could go to heaven. And so you have to believe that not only did he die for you, but that he rose again from the grave on the third day. And then I show Romans uh, 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I often use an illustration of sinking in quicksand, and the quicksand is a representation of your sin. There's nothing you can do to get yourself out of it. If you continue to sink in it, it will kill you. Again, emphasizing death and the second death. And I say the only way for you to get out of quicksand is for you to stop working and stop trying, and by faith to call out, for someone else to save you out of that quicksand. And that's the same thing in your sin. You can't save yourself from your sin. You have to call out to Jesus and let him do the saving. But you have to trust what he did for you on the cross. And, and so then I ask them if they'd like to pray and ask Christ to save them. Normally I'll say, do you believe Jesus died for you? Yes. Do you believe if you died in your sin, you'd go to hell? Yes. Do you believe he rose again to save you um, from hell and take you to heaven? Yes. Would you like to call on him to save you right now? And, and they'll say yes. And then I help them with with the prayer, but that, that is how I use the Romans road. And so I hope and pray that this is a blessing to you. And again, I try to emphasize the cross and the resurrection and the and explaining his death. And I usually give a detailed explanation of the crown of thorns and nails and cat of nine tails and, and the actual cross itself and, and the blood that was shed. And so um, I hope this is a blessing to you. Thank you for listening to the Local Church Missions Podcast and may Christ 
and may Christ bless you today.